Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is 10 and has autism. This is about our journey, our challenges, our victories, and everything in between. I wanted to share about our journey because it's emotional. This is about emotions. This is about learning how to love and how to grow together and how to follow your heart in moments that are just hard, just hard. And so together, I tell Owen all the time that we can get through any of this. We can get through anything if we do it together. I fully believe that words are powerful. And I tell Owen all the time that he is amazing and can do anything he wants to. He just has to set his mind to it and he can accomplish it. That's a journey. That is a journey. And belief in yourself is one of the things that we always have to do. It's hard. It's hard. Life is hard. But we have to be encouraging. We have to inspire growth in others, in ourselves. That's what this journey is about. Loving, learning, growing. (sighs) That's, uh, I look at my boy and yesterday was a long day for him. Yesterday was one of those tiring days, but a good day. He grew in more ways than one. He's been sick for over a week now. He um, had strep throat and he's been on antibiotics and just all of the things that come with sickness. And he went um, to his annual checkup yesterday um, after he got uh, done with school. And in that checkup, we also discussed um, how he was feeling, if he was feeling better and uh, going through all of those things with him. And his pediatrician has been with him since he was born. And I'm thankful for that. I'm extremely thankful for that. She is a big supporter of us and uh, his needs and my needs and just trying to make sure that we are all growing together and learning and loving. And And that's that's what you need from your support team is people that believe in you. There is no possible way for one person to know all. We just don't know it. And so I think sometimes that is where I'm the hardest on myself is because I don't know how to get Owen past blue pants. I don't know how to help him through certain emotions that he's having or the way he has meltdowns on certain days or certain ways or certain times. Those are things that I don't know that I'll always or ever have the right answers. I have the love. I have the belief in my child. And 
that's all we all, all want, all need is, is that love and compassion and understanding of where we go from here. With this, he's come so far. I, one of the hardest things for me was knowing when Owen got sick that he wouldn't be able to express It still brings tears to my eyes and tears in my heart. I wanted him to be able to express that he was sick or he had a headache or his toe hurt or, you know, he stubbed his toe. Whatever it was, he had a boo-boo. I I love now when he says that he has a boo-boo and wants a Band-Aid and then takes it off in two seconds. I, I don't like that he gets hurt. We all get hurt. But I love that he can say he needs a Band-Aid. That's my mama's heart. That's that's me knowing that he can express his needs now. And so growing into those moments, physically, emotionally, mentally, all of those challenges that we've gone through, he can tell me that he doesn't feel well. He can also tell me that he needs blow my nose, need a tissue. He doesn't know exactly how to blow his nose. He's learning how to blow air out of his mouth. He's great with, he's teaching himself how to play a harmonica. He knows how to do some of those motions, but he doesn't connect it with blowing his nose yet. But he's taking that tissue and Within this week's time, he got it from just waving it in front of his nose to actually putting it up to his nose and across his face. So that in itself is a better thing. That's, that is where he's at. That's where we are with all of this. And so that's a great part of our journey. That's a great emotional you know, journey for us that he has accomplished. And it's so wonderful to see that he is able to now take a tissue out of the box, wipe his nose, kind of, and then now, after the week, we're getting him to actually throw it in the trash. Uh, it looked like I had little uh, marshmallow men floating all over my floor because he would just tear the, the tissue apart and drop it everywhere. And so now he is actually using a tissue and most of the time throwing it away. So I'm excited about that. I'm glad that he is going through those motions and able to wipe his nose. That in itself has been a journey. That in itself has been so much growth. I I remind myself all the time where he's come from. And when he was little, he would sing the song, Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping in the bed. So we had this moment, you know, where he was able to tell me that he had these, you know, thoughts, these emotions, this sickness, or something was bothering him, whether it was his toe I had to figure out, or if he really truly had, you know, something that we we needed to address with medicine or something else. It was the stage, it was the beginning. And I had to learn how to work with those cues to move forward. 
So we've come a long way. We've come through so much in such a short time. And with his uh, well check yesterday, as well as being checked, you know, to make sure the strep was going away, um, we, you know, went through and he's grown over an inch in the last year and he's gained about 10 pounds and he's still very small for his age. Um, he's always been in the low percentile for his age, but he's growing. He's getting bigger. He's growing emotionally. He's growing mentally, you know, and physically he's, he's finding his way. He's able to ride a bike now. He's able to do these things that I, you know, I believed in my child. I believed in him, but he's doing it. He is doing it. And there's no end to the growth that my child is going to do. My son is amazing. Owen is amazing. That's the focus. That's the focus of finding those strengths pulling it together, and then going forward. I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of what he's doing. His body does not always respond to the connections of a particular task. Like I am trying to get him to learn to bend over and touch his toes. That's the task that we are working on. And so that's that's what we're at. That's where we're at. And so it's kind of one of those growing experiences of how do I tell him how to grow? How do I tell him how to bend over? What do I need to learn or express to get him to touch his toes? What he does is he picks up his foot and touches his toes. And so that is a different experience for me. How do I tell him to actually bend at the the waist and touch his toes? So we're working through exercises that lead to this, move to being able to bend over and touch his toes. It's amazing how far he's come in a short amount of time because bodily movements, those things don't always grow with him or move at his age. So trying to find a way to teach him, that's exercises that we have to work on with him and reevaluate how I teach him or how we go about learning those things so that he can kind of adapt them to work with what he knows and how he knows how to do something. This is a new experience for me, and this is one of those things that I'm trying to learn how to you know, work outside of the box and, and try to find an exercise that takes the skills he knows how to do and adapt it to something that will push him forward on how to bend, how to touch his toes instead of lifting his foot up to actually bend over and touch his toes. He doesn't always learn by example of me showing him. Uh, it's something that it can take 10 times, 100 times. It can take a video. It can take a book. It can take something else to actually 
make that connection for him. And so it's finding different tools that he will connect with. I remember uh, trying to get him to look at picture cards and picture stories, you know, storylines and the, the books and different things. And he wanted nothing to do with them. He would completely have a meltdown over those uh, books and those stories, uh, storyboards and any of that. He would take cards out of my hand and throw them on the ground and sit on them, lay on them, step on them, hide them, any of those things so that he did not have to use them or look at them. I think you know, the more I'm learning about the brain and the more I'm making connections myself, it, it seems like there's always a visual, uh, you know, stimulation or sensory overload or something with him that moves forward to him not being able to connect to that moment. The older he gets, that is also changing with some of the ways that he handles things. And so I think the more that he realizes or can see, technically see something in color, in the, you know, a, a written form, a picture form and associate it to his body, seeing someone move and bend the, and touch their toes, I feel as though the more connections he makes to pictures, to words, to get all of those in the the order that he needs, then when he sees someone do an action, then that is where he'll make those connections. Whether it be in a video versus someone in real life. I can tell you he reacts differently to videos when he sees someone that he knows or if it's like a live chat or something like that. He does not like that. He can't handle those connections of seeing someone he knows on a video. He used to not be able to handle anyone on a phone call. If I was making a phone call, it would lead to a huge meltdown that was ours. And I'm not sure what the connection was um, for that or why he was upset about someone being on a call, but it led to multiple meltdowns multiple times over multiple reasons. And so the more connections that he can find that work for him with videos, with words, with, you know, colors, pictures, any of that, and the more connections that I make to see what he is connecting to, that helps with those uh, the, those stories for us, the, you know, those examples, um, his exercises, that's what makes the difference for us to kind of move through some of those, um, ways that we do things and have him connect to exercises. I've seen incredible progress. This morning, um, he was able to touch his knees and I, I hadn't made the connection before that he could touch his knees and that bent, made him bend over instead of pulling his knee up. 
when you say touch your toes, touch your foot, that's when he lifts his foot up to his hand instead of bending over to that, the, the actual foot. And when you say touch the ground, he doesn't bend straight at the waist and touch the ground. He then squats or sits on the ground and then touches the ground. So it's a matter of using the words, using the visual effects that work for him. And I have to say, every single example is different because of the way his brain thinks. He is a mastermind, and and I'm beginning to realize it more and more that he knows so much. And it's, it's amazing to watch him interact and react to different people in a sequence in, 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 you know, when he meets one person and then he sees another person and he sees another person and he sees another person. He is an immediate responder, immediate judge of what he is going to do, interact, emotionally connect with that person. I'm amazed at how many feelings and emotions he goes through in such a short amount of time that I didn't even really realize. I didn't understand how he connected. And the more that I see him interact with people, I can tell how he... (laughs) I'm laughing because it, it amazes me how his brain thinks and he can get me off task in 2.2 seconds. He can tell me something and then repeat it, reiterate it, change it, you know, make it into a completely different thing quickly. And, you know, I, he, when you're a parent, you know, a child that will be able to, you know, get you wrapped around their little finger very quickly. And he knows my ways. He knows how I handle things. He knows what I say, what I do, how I'm going to react. And I am amazed at how quickly he reads other people and how he responds to the situation. And part of it is how he has to figure out what he needs to do. He is very, I don't want to say calculated, but he understands the process more than I even imagine. But it's trying to figure out how to translate that into those conversations and how it, to work uh, through that to teach him what to do and how to experience things and, and to let him kind of relax in the moment. Because some of those times he gets very elevated in his emotions. And so as the mama, I'm trying to learn how to help him in the process. I've learned so much in this process. I've learned how my emotions run and how I am affected by different things as well. So trying to learn exercises that work for him, work for me, work for our emotions, 
you get exhausted. You get emotionally impacted by trying to figure out everything that goes on to avoid meltdowns, to avoid those crisis moments. And the thing is, if I don't move forward on something, that I don't help him to kind of move in those moments, it can affect the rest of the day. It can change the rest of the timing. And so it's... (sighs) It's a journey, and everybody's journey is different. Everybody's emotional story is different. But learning to find those cues in your life that help you move forward, that's what I'm trying to do with myself, and that's what I'm trying to do for my son. And so finding exercises, finding the therapists, finding the doctors, finding the time, the energy, the emotional connection to all of these moments. That's what we're at. That's where we're growing and learning. It's amazing to me how far he's come, how far I've come, and where we're at. That's the part that I'm trying to work through and learn. I breathe. I breathe. I breathe. I'm emotional. It's, it's something that I never imagined that I would be dealing with or even learning or thinking about. But here we are. And the more that I can get in control of my emotions and my feelings, the more that I can help my son. And I'm emotional. I, I'm top crier. I'm the one that just wants to cry about everything. I want to just, you know, figure it all out. I want to figure it all out. And so letting go of some of those things, that in itself is a journey. And so I, I have to be kind to myself. I have to be kind to my own heart. And I have to tell you, that is hard sometimes. I will say, believe in yourself. And then I'm one of the ones that's the hardest on themselves. But yet, I'm going to continue to tell my son, believe in yourself, the rest will follow. Believe in yourself, the rest will follow. And I think that's where we have to remember kindness and grace. We've come so far. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep learning. And it's amazing to see how far he's come. We go full circle on a lot of things. We come back to something that we visited years ago. And for my son, he does not forget a thing. Not one thing. Not one thing. He literally can remember what somebody was doing years ago. Years ago. And he will tell them. He knows what they wore, where they were. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, he doesn't remember every single detail about every single human, or maybe he does. There's no way for me to tell him, to, to figure out if he can remember every detail. But in my mind, looking at the things that he knows and the things that he shows me and the things he talks about, those are years old. Those are journeys that he's had a lifetime ago, it seems. I don't remember what I had for breakfast sometimes. And here he is remembering what someone wore years ago. And he knows a password from when he was in 
second grade and before. He hasn't used this particular app in years. And he knows the password and it's little pictures, probably like 10 to 16 little pictures of, of characters that he has to remember to get into this app. It's no longer working for him, but he knows the password that he hasn't used in forever. And so here we are. How do I, how do I help him? you know, move through something when he's still focused on something that happened a long time ago. It's the same with his food choices. It's the same thing, like he's actually starting to eat things that he never wanted to even touch. Sweets are becoming um, more exciting or interesting to him. He's starting to eat cookies that he didn't ever even want to look at. He's still not a big sweet eater, but occasionally he'll ask for something or it may be triggered by something that he has at school or somewhere else that he sees on a TV um, show or a video that he's watching. So all of these are new experiences for me and all of these are new experiences for him. It's teaching me a lot about life and how I handle things and how I grow in the moments. I never imagined what I would have to learn to be able to help my son and how, you know, the, the stress of, of trying to keep meltdowns at bay and learn how to teach someone how to touch their toes this is something that I just thought, you know, in the toddler stage and the one, two, three-year-old, he would touch his toes and we would move on to the next phase. Well, he's 10. He'll be 11 soon. And we are at the touch your toes, bend over and, you know, be able to do that. Those stages aren't defined. Those stages of life are not defined. Never will be, never will be for anyone because we are all at different stages of our lives and growing in our moments. And so letting ourselves not be defined by a certain stage, that helps. That helps us to just move forward, learn, grow, experience. And that's the thing that I have to remember is life is not defined by a moment Life is defined by the experiences and how we handle our growth, how we accept ourselves, move forward, believe that we can accomplish anything. That's the important part. Kindness, grace, believing in ourselves. We all have a story to tell and our journey is about autism. It's more than that. There's more to our story, but we start there and we build on that. Our story is not always easy to explain. I sometimes get baffled by it or in, in the moment of it and, and, you know, learning to learn our own story, our own destiny. That's where we go from here. Love. The love for my son, that 
I, I, every day it grows stronger. Every day I find new ways to love my child more. That's what I want this to be about. That's what I want it to be about. I talk about our journey with autism, but love is the important part. I thank you once again for being on this emotional journey with us, listening to our story. If you would like to ask questions or follow along, please visit our website, sweetbabyo.com. You can also uh, check us out on Facebook, Sweet Baby O. I also have our Sweet Baby O designs page where I share our art. And I just... Uh, um, published a book, 365 Days of Autism, and you can find that on Amazon. At the beginning of the show and here at the end, you will hear the song Down This Road. It was written by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. It's about our journey. And I really appreciate each and every one of you being on this journey with us. Thanks so much and have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road And understand, I understand You don't understand the way I am When you cry, and I don't know why make you smile when you cry where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me and let's see just how far it goes take my hand take my little hand Walk with me, and if you can understand, I didn't plan for this road I'm on, but here I stand. And life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand Down this road Take my hand Down this road Take my hand